SumaUp is next-gen body optimization from an actual doctor that's guaranteed to get you in the best shape of your life in 90 days. You'll be at peak levels for each of the fundamentals that drive your strength, energy, and even your longevity. It's a lifelong difference you'll see in the mirror, but also feel throughout your entire day. SumaUp puts more living in life. For full details on this transformative program designed for the demanding lives of today's highest achieving entrepreneurs and CEOs, visit www.startsuma.com. This is actually a chart that was derived from the USDA National Nutrient Database for Standard Reference. Looked at amino acid composition per 100 grams of pea protein or whey protein. Today, we're going to go look at protein choice. There seems to be a lot of controversy about pea protein, whey protein. Several patients have asked me what, what is better for muscle growth and what's better for overall health. There is a lot of pea protein has gotten a lot of popularity. There have been many studies looking at pea protein versus whey protein. And there's, there's a lot of opinions as to what is better. There are some individuals that feel the environmental impact perhaps on pea protein is less than whey protein because it's derived from uh, growth of uh, split peas, right? And so the reality though is what's going to be healthier for you and ideally what's going to help you gain lean muscle growth. And so just to give a basic overview, what exactly is whey protein? So really it's just a remnant. So when milk is processed primarily in the production of cheese, it's a liquid remnant after it's been curdled and strained. And so for a long time during the cheese making process, since we didn't recognize that liquid remnant had a lot of really useful amino acids, it was, was discarded. And what they found, and actually the reason they found it was so potent was they used to discard it into rivers and uh, bodies of water. And they found that algae formation would just bloom dramatically when they would discard the whey. And they're like, what is going on here? And then so after they started analyzing it, they found that there was, it was tremendous. There's a large amount of useful proteins as well as vitamins that are found within the whey. And that's kind of part of why it became so popular in the fitness industry. And then multiple studies that suggested whey protein can really decrease muscle inflammation and promote muscular growth post-workout. And it's been a, a trusted component of many bodybuilding fitness regimens for many, many years with, with great results. It is a very good source of branched-chain amino acids. Uh, and these amino acids are the ones that seem most key in protein synthesis post-workout. And then you may uh, see concentrate versus isolate. So basically this just refers to how concentrated the proportion of whey protein is. So concentrate contains lactose, fats, and about 70 or 80% protein, whereas isolate's 90% protein with minimal amounts of lactose. I am a big fan of isolate primarily because many patients are sensitive to lactose. Now it's GI distress, and I prefer to get fats from healthier sources, such as unprocessed uh, oils, such as uh, flax oil or extra virgin olive oil, or uh, nuts rather than from animal sources. So that would be my suggestion if you were to choose whey protein. Now, what exactly is pea protein? Well, as you might imagine, it's protein derived from peas, and it's a special type of pea, yellow and green split peas. I guess the species name is Pisum satavium, and it's a uh, you know, for many years, it's used primarily as a thickening agent or emulsifier. So basically like oil and water and emulsifier is an agent that helps you mix them and create like a creamy mixture, much like uh, mayonnaise or mustard. And it works really well in that regard. Recently, they recognized that, yeah, there's a lot of protein within that extraction. And 
Typically, isolate is what's utilized for for muscle growth, second to the fact that concentrate has a lot of items within it, a lot of molecules within it that impede digestion. So trypsin inhibitors, phthalates, and lectins, these all seem to impede digestion either by binding vitamins and binding, uh, causing agglutination of other proteins that you may have ingested. And so uh, you definitely want to get pea protein isolate versus concentrate. And most, most um, products on the market are isolate. Well, what about the amino acid differences? Well, keep in mind, range chain amino acids are the key amino acids that you want to maximize when you're looking for a protein source. And as you might imagine, whey protein wins this uh, significantly. It's more isoleucine, uh, leucine, and valine. So this is this is actually a chart that was derived from the USDA National Nutrient Database for standard reference. And it looked at amino acid composition for 100 grams of pea protein or whey protein. And this is pea protein isolate, whey protein isolate. You can see that there's a significant more amount of leucine as well as valine and isoleucine in whey protein isolate. And then in terms of amino acid profiles, uh, they're about similar with the exception that pea protein is more arginine as well as glycine, and whereas whey protein is more lysine. And uh, fine. The key thing, though, to keep in mind is the branched amino acid profile is, is much better with whey protein isolate. As I talked about, uh, there's been multiple studies suggesting that branched amino acids are one of the key factors in terms of muscle recovery, right? As we talked about, whey proteins have a higher amount. These are the ones right here. If you ever wondered why they're called branched amino acids, it's due to this uh, side chain right here in which there's a carbon atom that is connected to four different branch points right here. And it, here is a hydroxyl group and amide as well. And so the leucine, isoleucine, and valine, these of all the amino acids have this, this branch side chain right here. So I guess the main question is, well, what is better for muscle recovery? And so it is a bit controversial. There have been multiple studies that have looked at both whey protein and pea protein. Here's a study that was done in 2019 that actually looked at, let's see, it was 15 individuals who engaged in high-intensity functional training, essentially CrossFit, right? And what they found was that with whey protein versus pea protein, they both, both groups that, that experienced it versus individuals that didn't utilize it, uh, increased strength for their one rep max back squat, deadlift, and it didn't seem to really affect body composition, muscle thickness, or the workout of the day scores, I guess. And there, these, uh, and this was done on eight, it was, a, I guess, an eight week training program. They looked at those criteria. In terms of the ingestion of the whey protein, they were doing prior and after exercises, 24 grams of either whey or pea protein, right? Their conclusion was that ingestion of either whey or pea protein produced similar outcomes in uh, body composition, muscle thickness, force production, and workout of the day performance. So their thought was, well, maybe it's about the same, okay? There's a more recent study, on the other hand, that looked at post-eccentric muscle damage. And this is something that's more pertinent to me, right? I like to look at, you know, how are the factors that are indicative of damage? And those would be things like creatine kinase or inflammatory markers. Are they attenuated? Are they decreased? If they're decreased, that means you're on the road to recovery, right? What they found was that high intake of whey protein for five days after intensive eccentric exercise it did seem to mitigate the influx of uh, muscle damage biomarkers, those biomarkers, whereas intake of pea protein had more of an intermediate effect. There's a great graph. It was 92 
non-athletic, non-obese males in age group of 18 to 55 years. They did a 90-minute eccentric exercise bath, and they did they looked at uh, these markers over a five-day period. And there's a great graph that they filed here. They had their protein source, right? They took a blood sample prior to the exercise bath. They had the, had another protein source and took a blood sample after the exercise bath, and they had another protein source in water just prior to bedtime. And they did this before and after the exercise bath, and then just before bedtime. And that was just, those are just three sources they had. What they found was that five days later, the serum creatine kinase, so this marker of muscle damage, was decreased significantly in the whey protein group, more so than the pea protein group. So that was kind of interesting. And then, of course, there's anecdotal evidence. And again, obviously, hearsay. Me, me working with several different trainers that are pretty prominent within the bodybuilding community. Whey protein isolate ones, hands down. Individuals that have been training for a long time that compete. It seems that they seem, they, many coaches and many trainers that, that work out consistently, they're not supported by uh, nutrition companies. I prefer whey protein ice until it really seems to improve recovery significantly. Okay, so those are those are some thoughts on what to choose. Now there's another concern more recently that, that uh, has come out and that is heavy metal, right? And so one thing to realize is whey protein isolate is all over and it is of course derived from cows and it really depends on where, you know, cows are grown and where dairy is produced. Uh, there's many areas worldwide, but um, it's not concentrated in one area of the world, whereas pea protein is primarily concentrated in China. That's where most of the pea protein produced in the world comes from, 85 to 90%. In fact, um, after COVID, it may be closer to, to greater than 90% because a lot of these companies kind of consolidated in China. Well, what are some of the issues with that? I want to be very honest. This is a uh, this is something that was produced and uh, you know, reported in Consumer Reports as well as some other large media corporations. What they found is that there appears to be large amounts of heavy metals in certain protein substances with higher amounts in vegetable protein sources, right? And so things that plant protein that is primarily derived from soy, hemp, pea, seem to have twice as much lead as those derived from whey or egg, right? It is somewhat speculative as to why this is the case, but it seems that plants are much more likely to absorb heavy metals from the soil. This particular group, the Clean Label Project, they're a national nonprofit, has been conducting many studies on supplements. And what they found were 75% of the plant-based powders had measurable levels of lead and the plant-based protein powders contained uh, mercury, cadmium, and arsenic. BPA was pretty common among those powders. No, that's not to say that whey protein or casein didn't have them, but it was much high, it was in much higher concentrations in the plant-based proteins, right? So that is something that, you know, is a little concerning. My thought is, can you 100% make sure that, not, that your whey protein doesn't have heavy metals? Well, I mean, I would hope so, but the things that I would really look for are finding the whey protein that is, I mean, given the fact that animal proteins tend to have less heavy metals than uh, plant proteins, finding a whey protein that is sourced from grass-fed cows, where yeah, the supplement manufacturers purport to at least get them from multiple sources, ideally not China, <laughs> 
I promise I am not sponsored any way by J-Rob. I just had a lot of success with him. And he, this individual, uh, he created a whey protein you know, uh, company, I guess like 20 years ago. His protein works really well. It, a lot of my patients digest it without any issue, including myself. And he uh, purports to get most of his uh, protein from grass-fed cows. They're not treated with prominent roving, bovine growth hormone and they're non-GMO. Now, he is not the only, or this particular uh, company is not the only company on the market that has pretty clean whey protein isolate. There are many others, but they're just one that, that's worked really well for myself along with many patients in the clinic. Pure Encapsulations also makes a really, really high-end whey protein isolate that is also sourced from grass-fed cows. It is about five times as expensive as J-Rob. <laughs> And it uh, kind of, it doesn't taste bad, but it kind of tastes like air. So um, I've just kind of, you know, switched over to this, uh, but it's available too. And obviously it's very, very high end. It's hospital grade. There are many options out there, but the things I would try to look for would be, from my standpoint, from my personal opinion, uh, and from my experience, I would probably go with whey protein isolate, ideally from Tari, most people can, right? And try to find one that's produced from grass-fed cows that ideally is organic and, and doesn't use the cows that don't utilize uh, human growth or bovine growth hormone and is ideally not sourced from from China, which uh, you can actually look to see where sourcing is for particular supplement companies. And even if you're curious, even uh, inquire. And many, J-Rob is pretty open about where his sourcing is. It is overseas, but it, it's not from China, Australia, Europe, and the U.S.